Welcome to Midnight Menu Plus One. I'm Ray Kanata. And I'm Margot Moss. Midnight Menu Plus One is a food lifestyle show on the podcast network, it's neworleans.com. Brought to us tonight by Petite Pet Care. While you're at work or on vacation or out eating, you don't have to board your pet. He can stay in the comfort of his own home. For loving care when you're not there, Petite Pet Care. Find them at PetitePetCare.com. Now, each week on Midnight Menu Plus One, Margo and I invite a member of New Orleans' restaurant and food community to join us, and we invite them to bring along their own guest, a Plus One. We never know who the Plus One's going to be, sometimes a friend, a neighbor, family member, a fellow restaurant colleague. Well, tonight we're at the Tap Room. The NOLA Brewing Tap Room is NOLA Brewing's on-site watering hole located in the Irish Channel on Chapatulis near Louisiana Avenue. The Tap Room serves NOLA's regular lineup of craft beers as well as eight specialty brews you can't get anywhere else. Open weekdays from 2 p.m. to 11 p.m. and weekends from 11 a.m. to 11.30 p.m. Now, our special guest tonight at Midnight Menu Plus One is Skip Murray, the hot dog king of New Orleans. Can't wait to talk with him and his uh, mystery guest. Welcome. But before we get to you, Skip, uh, just a little bit of uh, banter here with Margo. I want to hear about the uh, lockers with a twist. Can you tell us about that? Oh, yes. Well, um, It's New Orleans is one of the sponsors for this event for the nonprofit JCRS. And um, it's this December 11th at 8 o'clock at Belloc. And they will be serving... Latkes at a latka bar that Alan Shia is uh, cool. creating all the toppings and latkes. Yeah. And um, there will be music by a uh, Austin musician who has relocated here and is in the Austin Hall of Fame. His name is um, Mark Rubin. Cool. So that'll be some exciting mm. uh, new music for New Orleans. Uh, and how do people uh, find out how to register? Okay, well, you the can tickets. buy tickets at Belloc. Or you can go to www.jcrs.org or call 504-828-6334. And um, the proceeds from your ticket will go to sending kids to university or helping uh, families with uh, children with special needs or camp. Um, puppies? We're going to help any puppies, too? Mm, <laughs> Well, it'll help puppies by helping the families. Okay, but it is, uh, yeah, it's it's Sounds a regional organization. And awesome. Yeah, that's so cool. So, All right, I got latkes on the brain, so I have no food <laughs> to talk about. But oh. uh, did you have any? Uh... Oh, I had plenty, but uh, one that what jumps out at me is I went to a party, and it's a friend of mine near me, and and the food is always amazing. My friend Pat Dubendorfer's house and Teresa Turla. And the food's always great. We were inside, and I'm eating and eating and eating, and I'm trying to take off my Thanksgiving weight. You know, I put on eight pounds at Thanksgiving, <laughs> right? And so I'm, I'm trying to uh, – I, I still got four of that left, so I'm trying to, to, to keep it calm. And he's got this bacon wrap, shrimp, and there's, like, paella that my friend Salva brought from Spain – and the food is so just so good. So basically, you're just like torturing our listeners because nobody can experience these things. Well, no, I'm getting to the best <laughs> part. It gets better than that. So I thought that was it. And so I ate until I was full. And I said to my wife, I said, I'm not eating anymore tonight. I'm only going to drink. I'm not eating anymore. And we went outside by the pool. And I, real- I didn't realize that there was more out there. There was oysters on the half shell. You know, it was, they were just so great, these raw oysters. And... He has them every year, and they're phenomenal. I mean, they're just the right chill, and they're just the right size, and they're just the right saltiness, and the shucker's got a great personality. There's no shelling. It's amazing. And I, I counted. I had 32 uh, raw oysters after I was done eating. 
So that was uh, pretty brutal. But then the weirdest thing that happened was I got up the next morning. I didn't feel very well, of course, right, with all that. But, I, you know, I, I, I soldiered through. I got up the next morning, and I'm I didn't shocked. want to have breakfast because it wasn't oysters. All I craved was raw oysters, you know? And I don't think I can enjoy any other oyster besides those now ever again. So I think it spoiled me. To, I, for a while, I was afraid it spoiled me to all food. I was never going to eat again because then I went to lunch, and same thing. I skipped lunch. Everyone else ordered. I just got a cup of coffee. And then at dinner... I had like one or two forkfuls, and I kind of just gave up. And I didn't eat the whole next day. And all I could think about was, was oysters. And, but then I woke up this morning, and I was cured, so it's okay. <laughs> but uh, I'm back to food now again. But for a little while, I thought like I, do- I was done eating the rest of my life. Like your last meal will be oysters? Well, ha- once a year, I guess. I'll get to have like, you know. But anyway, that was my, uh, Skip, that was my oyster experience. Have you experience. ever had a, uh, a meal that you just couldn't imagine the next meal would be as uh, good after that? Uh no, <laughs> no I you know I I I, uh, I I've lived away for a long time and so uh, I lived in London for thirty years and uh, and in, I lived in France for two years and I worked in Poland and and I was born and raised here so the best of the best uh, meals <coughs> uh, you know in New Orleans we live to eat and so that's a philosophy so there's always been magic dinner around someone's uptown home and you're having they're bringing out mama's fine china and, and everything's all breezy um you know you know if i go through the whole gamut i've had great coffee shade touffee that doesn't translate very well anywhere but here um barbecue shrimp you were talking about best oysters i've ever had are from new orleans but then I, and, and I, I i'm probably biased that way in the sense that new orleans has the best or louisiana has the best oysters but I've had Irish oysters. Those are very thin ones. Really interesting. Uh, um, French oysters, also interesting, because um, you tied into oysters. And I, I hadn't, uh, you know, did you wake up the next morning, like, with, after having all your oysters? Did, was there, like, cocktail sauce in the bed or anything like that? <laughs> I thought you were going to ask something that else. Of, that kind of memorable <laughs> moment of that, that meal where, uh-oh, I woke up in cocktail sauce. And, and I don't know why, and, yeah. I don't, and I don't know where I've been. They say they're an aphrodisiac, but I wouldn't know. Well, wait, you know yeah, well did you wake up alone? <laughs> because that makes it a completely different story. Uh, uh, I, I had my first fried Greer. But wait, fr- wait. We got to stop you for a second, though, Skip. I was, I was on no one roll. knows who you are. We didn't introduce you. We went right you, into okay. having no, you No, you said the hot dog king. and That's, that's it. That's it. But, I mean, we, that's, that's probably... They may think that you're pushing a lucky dog card or something, you know? I haven't done that um, one yet. That's all I must do before I die. Okay. Really? All right. I love hold, it. The, hold the thought for a second about the, about the oysters. And uh, let's first let the listeners know we have with us Skip Murray. Skip Murray was the uh, genius behind the founding of... Uh, hot Dog Revolution in this city. Uh, one of the two partners for Dat Dog, which has not only changed the hot dog scene in New Orleans, but, but around the world. And also now has... <laughs> has, has um, and the universe. <laughs> the universe, The universe really. will never be the um, same. And then he's also, um, he's also now started his own thing, too, as well, while continuing to be a part of uh, Dat Dog. He also has this and that. And um, so that is our guest tonight. And so um, in that context, now we're back to England and oysters. And go ahead. And, and, and sitting in New Orleans on Chapatilla Street. All right. It's a small world, really. <laughs> the world is complete. Um, I could tell you the story behind that, dog. But you see, I remember you, I think, from the very first, the day we opened. You're were pointing you at Ray. Yeah, I am, because I don't remember you on that okay. day. Yes. Yeah, but I, I do this on, on radio. Okay. <laughs> I'm allowed to use my finger in yes, a way that's... Yes, absolutely. On your opening day. Yeah, on my opening I day. I was there your opening you day. You were there. And, I, and see, I was there too <laughs> on, that, on that opening day. And, and the story that le- leads into this is that I had no idea that this was going to work in New Orleans at all. And, and so the only 
uh, you know, I had limited funds, and I was in that shed. That was a 475-square-foot right, right. shed, okay? Right. Uh, it would seat 15 on the inside, and I took poetic license and put tables, chairs, and umbrellas on the street because that's what you would have done if you lived in Paris, okay? You were going to put tables, chairs, and umbrella around the market square with the cathedral and uh, the Hotel de Ville, uh, City Hall. But you're on Ferret Street. Right, but that's a good place <laughs> to be, too, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that was a really no good place there, to be. No cathedral there, but it's a great place to be, And yeah. that shed was the only thing I could really afford, Okay, but I put a sign. I had a friend of mine. I don't speak German, but uh, the, uh, the guy, the German company, we buy those uh, our wieners from because we don't make our own. Uh, but then some lady said to me, well, you don't even make your own sausage. I go, did you build your own car? <laughs> said, you know, like, Come on now. We live in a world where everything you want, you can get by, by sourcing it. Right. And so... I put up a sign in German said, coming very soon, uh, a, a European uh, quality gourmet European sausage and vino company, okay? <laughs> and, of course, I didn't think anybody in New Orleans would read German because oftentimes they don't even read English. But anyway, that's, that's <laughs> my take on my home city, okay? Yeah. And uh, uh, the door opened up, and there was the queue of people were all the way down the block. And as yeah. they were all the way down the block, I thought, well, okay, family and friends. But I'd been gone so long, I didn't have any family and have any friends either. So <laughs> who the hell are these people? And uh, so that was, that was, everything in it was obsolete from the moment we opened the door till we closed forever in, in the sense of that night. And I realized, oh my, you know, thank God that's over because now we'll get down to the really real. It'll be, you know, if we do 10, 15, 20 people, half of them will be from Tulane and Loyola because they'll be sausage fanatics from Chicago or New York or wherever. And um, the queue started up again the next day. And the only person that knew anything about this this business was me, and I had two. I had Anna Quinn and Michael Kreischek were the first two people I, uh, I'd hired, uh, and mainly they smiled at me, uh, looking at me, and I was the one running around like a mad banshee. And uh, they said, "Oh, and the famous uh, guy who's testing out every or going to every restaurant in the city of New Orleans." <laughs> and I think they called him the Reverend. See, yeah, I, I kept yeah, looking. Yeah. I kept looking for the you know. Yeah, I yeah. grew up in nice area, Catholic, you know. So where's the Where's the uh, the collar? And um, I just remember. I think I said hi and bye because there was the only. No, I got a words. picture with you. I have a picture with you from that day. Oh, you want to send it to me? Yeah, I'll send it. You have it. it? Yeah, yeah. It'll go. It'll go. It'll go in the Hall of Fame. Uh, <laughs> <board>. <laughs> All right. You'll, so have cool. You'll have a special section. Oh, definitely. Ray, yeah. Ray's place. Um, <laughs> and and so uh, yeah, it became it, it, it. The nicest thing about the whole thing was that it was so unanticipated, and yet uh, and then it turned into something completely different and, and of course it's changed it changed my life and it's changed how I perceive things today and uh, I hadn't been back in New Orleans but maybe five times over that 30 years and the nice wow. thing about New Orleans it never changed the oh. streets never changed I had friends from England they go oh my god look what have happened to the roads from the hurricane I go the roads are perfect <laughs> the roads never changed um, uh, and then it, and then it just became something else and um, it was very personal the whole thing was really really personal uh because the hot dog guy, the hot dog guy is unique because he always knows where the bathrooms are. So he says, do you know where the bathrooms are? The hot dog knows where that, how to get to the streetcar line, how to get to the, <laughs> the bathroom. Uh, I've lost my child. It's right here. We have him behind the counter. Uh, <laughs> um, and it was that way in Europe because I never planned on being the hot dog guy of anything. There was no master plan. There wasn't a, uh, what can I do with myself? Uh, I, I played baseball and football in high school at Sam Barth High. <gasps> Sam, Sam Barth. Sam Barth. Yeah, do you know anybody? You from got Sandbar? paddled a little bit. I did. I did. It was uh, yeah. You had to. It's by law, um, and so I. Mr. Sam. Mr. All right. <laughs> Wait a minute. A moment, please. <laughs> <laughs> Are you All gonna right. cry? No, I've already done that. <laughs> um, and uh, so 
I, I played baseball and football in high school, and I was in Europe with my softball mitt in London, and they played cricket. Now, what were you doing in London, by the way? You were living in London, right? I, 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 I got this. I, I moved from New Orleans to California, and from California, I got a job offer in London for a year as a restaurant consultant, and only God knows what that really means. I have no earthly idea. It meant I walked into this English kitchen, and it's, it's all segmented by society, even in the kitchen. You have the executive chef, the executive sous chef, the chef de partie, the commie chefs. And, and then after that, it's, it's kitchen porters and things. And, and each one, neither one overlaps. So no one, is, it's like job security forever because you don't teach the person next to you anything more than what they need to know to hold on to their job while you hold on to your job. And if you're at the end of the, the, the cycle, you peel potatoes, you turn potatoes, you turn potatoes, you flute mushrooms, and everything everything's about design and plate presentation in Europe. But crying out loud, you do that for 10 years. What do you do for a living? I'm a professional potato peeler. Wow. I flute mushrooms for fun and a living. Uh, and so it was all, it was all, that's how I got there. So what were you doing there with the restaurant? Well, you this, were this, consulting? Like, what does that mean, you, though? See, that's the problem. I went there to, uh, this was two American busboys. You middle, were right, you right out of college at this point? No, no, no. I, uh, no, I was working in California. And, oh, okay. Uh, no, I was, oh, you were right, working in restaurants in California? I was 28 at the okay. time, okay? And I met this guy that owned this this place called 34 Surrey Street, uh, an, an American fish restaurant, uh, fresh tuna, fresh, a uh, f- hundred different fish from around the world. Not all served at once, but but and, and a fishmonger, which is the uh, what is a fishmonger? Yeah. It's a fish shop. Yeah, it yeah, sells yeah. only fish. Okay, yeah. and and it's seafood, crustaceans and mussels, and you know, God knows what, lots of stuff. And so he opened up. He was he he, he was a busboy at a place called Los uh, Mountain Charlie's in Los Gatos, California. 35-year-old busboy, low achiever, low, <laughs> low, low achiever. And he met a, a, this English girl was singing in a Holiday Inn in Los Gatos, and he was madly in, you know, he fell madly in love with this woman. Della's her name. His name was Harry. He had a, he had a 1970s porno-style Fu Manchu. That's <laughs> really attractive guy. And he was huge. Anyway, he's larger than life. This guy, Harry. Harry Coelho is his name. And he's the guy who got you the job in England? Yeah. His, his, his business partner, Randy Bateo. All these Portuguese-Americans. It's incestuous. But anyway, so I end up there, and I'm, I'm to introduce gumbo. English people don't eat gumbo. They know no. the word. They, they finish it off in cream and, and put carrots in it. Okay, so you didn't really <laughs> introduce you doing? real gumbo? It was yeah, gumbo adapted? No. Oh. No. Okay. No. They had Paul Prudhomme's gumbo uh, it's cookbook, and but in England, oh, that's not very interesting. We'll throw carrots and finish it with cream. <laughs> go, no, don't, don't put the cream in it again, because I'll hurt you. <laughs> I'll hurt you in a way that you can't even imagine. But so, so it was gumbo, etouffee, blackened fish, uh, uh, redfish cubion, and and all of these other things from, from Louisiana. Okay, stuffed crab, uh, soft shell crab. They don't get soft shell crab in England. You eat the whole thing. I go, yeah, you just yeah. eat it. What about the shell? Well, no, see, it goes through gestation. I don't care about anything about it. I eat the whole damn crab. <laughs> so you had resistance to it, but he made a success of it. He made, and me, I just came the along. The bus boy. Yeah, the bus boy. The okay. two bus boys from Los Gatos, California. Wow. Okay. Yeah, named by Penthouse Magazine as the must-do fish restaurant, uh, seafood restaurant in London. Now it's gone because the, two, the downfall in my experience in the restaurant business is, uh, you know, if you can afford Moe Chandon and cocaine, you will lose your restaurant. <laughs> you just don't know when, okay? That's the downfall. If it's not you, it's someone that's... Uh in your kitchen with the no, that's the chefs, and they're making sauces with ga- uh, cases of wine. And when you say, <laughs> oh, "I don't see all these sauces," and they go, oh, "It's me, mate." <laughs> You're right. <laughs> You're sauced. 
<laughs> so, uh, and I, but just to bring this to crescendo, I played baseball. I came back from Poland, working there for a year. Uh, Poland, okay. Poland. You randomly go to Poland yeah, before the fall of communism. You're, you're American. Like, you don't know, even know where Poland is. Don't worry about that. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, it's close to somewhere that I don't want to live or go. Yeah. And, and you wished if you were in Poland, you could live here. So that's the way it works generally. I went into Red Hill Library, which is right outside of Woldingham, where I live. It's a little village. And right before the advent of the internet, it'd have flat for sale, car for rent. Uh, no, flat for, flat for rent, car for sale. I can't remember the right. Uh, and books for sale, English lessons, Spanish, etc. Wanted women's players for women's softball team. And I'd been there five years with my mitt, throwing the ball to myself. And I called that woman on the phone. And I said, hi, ma'am. I'm a bit of a girly guy, if need be. And I will wear a dress. I need to join your team. And she said, no, no, no. no. There's a whole organized league. There was the Horley Vampires, the, the team I played for, the famous Horley Vampires. At the end of a tournament, 80 people, eight, uh, 10 teams, 80 people. No whatever it is, it, uh, the tournament season for about 80 to 90 people. Chinese takeaway, Indian takeaway, that's what you get. And they said this one year, the second year I was there, I said, what would we have a, if we were at Wrigley Field? And I said, hot dogs and beer, great, organize it. Well, I had ah. already been in Germany, and I'd had Wieners, Nachwurst, Bockwurst, and I, so I knew where to get the Wieners from. But I didn't know where to find any hot dog buns because in England they didn't have any hot dogs. They had dog no buns. hot dogs and no hot but dog buns. Euro Disney did have them and they just Euro opened in Disney. Paris. So I called the catering manager after a long time trying to get through to him and said, Hi, Skip Murray, Horley Vampires, hot dog tournament, my job, get these buns. He said, We don't, we don't wholesale. I go, I know, I, I, but I don't even want to buy them. I actually want you to give them to me. <laughs> okay? And he, and he sent me two cases of hot dog buns, American hot dog buns. And I put them on a table, a, camp, uh, a fold-up table with a camping stove, Cajun seasonings, cheese, onion, mustard, ketchup, tin chili, um, diced onions, uh, and an igloo ice chest filled with beer and, and cold drinks. Okay? And I went and played softball. At the, end of the, at the end of the softball tournament, everybody, oh, we loved it all. It's all lovely, blah, blah, blah. And off they went because that's when English people say if they don't like something interesting – <laughs> oh, this is interesting. Means they don't like it. Okay, yeah. you got to look translate. Or if they do, it's lovely. Not it's fantastic. It's awesome. It's unreal. It's interesting. Or it's it's lovely. Okay, so we all had a lovely time. And on Monday morning, I get a phone call from a guy in New York City by the name of Bob Fromer, who represented Major League Baseball International. I thought it was being signed to a baseball contract, <laughs> but it wasn't. He said, "I need your hot dog company for the UK Little League World Series being held at <laughs> Barn Elms. There'll be a thousand kids. It pays four thousand pounds. You take out your cost, and the rest is yours." It was sponsored by Coors Beer, which wasn't even sold in the UK. It's a perfect scenario for me. Okay, wow. so. Um, I did the UK Little League World Series of kids dressed in Cardinals, Cubs, Yankees uniforms. Now I'm on the UK softball tournament circuit as the hot dog guy. That's, that's how it came about. That's wow. it. That's it. My degree was in communications, and it comes in handy now, every now day. You, are you telling me that Why the would you come back, yeah. though? I'm sorry. If you were on the circuit and Because English the people, ha they, they do not. Uh, it's an island. A lot of people don't know that. It's an island. You cannot drive there. Somebody in New Orleans said, first of all, they said to me in New Orleans, England. Oh, I always wanted to go to England. I go, well, it's, wait, she goes, can you drive there? And I go, no, no. And he goes, and then it went, and what language do they speak there? Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, anyway. <laughs> I dive in. Oh, sorry. Anyways, that's, well, the, that's the history. I want to get back to that, but it looks like your plus one is here. Why don't you introduce him and tell us why you brought him, who he is, and all the rest. Oh, I'm going to introduce him? Yeah, sure. Oh, man. Well, we, we can't introduce him. I, we don't know who I he is. I brought Kiss... Because he said yes. That is why, no. Uh, Kiss is a part of the fabulous Dissendat, which is uh, uh, a burger and dog joint on uh, Bank Street. And um, 
Uh, I'd met his um, his better half, uh, who was my banker and still is actually, and we were just talking about things and stuff, and uh, and and his name came up. His name came up uh, over and over and over again, and I kept thinking, but why the name Kiss? You know, she talked to me about stuff, and I go, but his name is Kiss. Why is his name Kiss? Uh, and, I, and, and we met, and, <laughs> uh, and uh, it clicked. Everything clicked, and there was this thing, that personal thing I talked about. So what does Kiss do at this net? Everything. He's actually the general manager, but I'm okay. looking for owner-operators, so I'm hoping that this leads to other dis and dats, but, but not chain. I, 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 this is not a chain. We are not an American chain anything. It has to be owner-operator, and uh, Kiss uh, was, was somebody I thought would work really well for it, and I, th- I think that's going to hold true. Oh, absolutely, true. Man. No so, doubt. So, Kiss, was that, your, was that your birth name? Yeah, man. True story here. All are right. you serious? Okay, listen. Seriously. First of all, is that your only name? Or are you like Madonna and no, Prince? No, whatever no, no, you no. Almost, almost. Okay. But true story, back in 1973, my dad used to love to go to all the little dive bars in New York, like all around New York, Back in 1973, Kiss was just getting started. Yeah. So he went out one night, saw Kiss playing. He lost his mind. <laughs> he comes back to the house. He tells my mom, you got to come see this band. You got to come see this band. Well, my mom was nine months pregnant. Ah. So you were actually there. So, well, yeah, in so many ways. So they go to the show. You were born halfway, at the Kiss concert. Halfway no. through the show. Her water breaks. Oh, come <laughs> on. I was kidding. No. Oh. Her water breaks and rushes her to the hospital. And I was born that night. And I've been kissed ever since. Wow. What's your real name? No, 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 no. He doesn't have a real name. I'm sorry. That's I, true story. I, I should never and have kiss, said that. what's your last name? Valella. Valella. Yeah. Oh, are nice, you a uh, nice Irish boy? Did they just live in New York? <laughs> or are you from, are they, were they from New York? The, no, my dad, my dad was from New York. Okay. And I, I, was, I was raised up there. Till I moved here about 15 years old. All right. Okay, because you do, you kind of have a New Orleans. Yeah, I've been here a long time. Well, you know, the New Orleans and the New York Italian thing is very similar anyway. It is very similar. I get that too. Are you from New York? Yeah, yeah. Well, Well, and then the Burbs too. Welcome. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Been here nine years. Welcome. (laughs) We love to meet new people. (laughs) So I want, uh, I was driving through this really cool neighborhood that I was, I like to check out you know, over the past couple of years. And recently I was driving through and I saw y'all's place. I saw your place. And it's really, it was really <laughs> exciting to see that. On Bank Street. Yes. Beautiful and Bank Street. With it the is. Trees. It is a beautiful street, but it has not been alive and appreciated, I think. And uh, it was Quite so some nice. Time. And it's time. really, uh, so Tell tell our listeners too what your what the hours are and uh, about what y'all are serving. We uh, we're open Sunday and Monday from eleven to three, uh, Tuesday Wednesday from eleven to nine, Thursday Friday Saturday eleven to ten. We do live trivia on Thursday nights from seven thirty to nine thirty. Fun. We do uh, two for one dogs on Tuesdays. Two for Tuesday. Yep. Two, two for Tuesday. Tuesday, and then we Kinda do it also you. during Saints games. Happy hour every day from four to seven. Have price beers and wine. Excellent. Yep. Bunch of burgers. We got great burgers over there. Great yeah. burgers. I wanted to tie burger into dog, okay? Um, only two out of ten people are uh, hot dog fanatics. Okay, so out of every hundred, you got 20 people that will go anywhere. Doug's in Chicago. I know Doug's so Those people come from Madison, Wisconsin, you name it. So Doug was the – there wasn't a Doug's Dogs on every corner. 
There's only one Doug's. And you'd go there, and that, that line, that queue would be all the way down the block, whether it was a blizzard, because I stood in a blizzard, and I interviewed people on my mobile phone to ask them, why the hell are we sitting here in this blizzard when it's 14 <laughs> degrees outside? And they go, oh, because it's Doug's. So, but, but, but that made him exclusive. So if you wanted a, a really great dog in the Chicago area, and, and there are a few of them. I mean, some I prefer, <laughs> some I prefer more than others, but uh, Doug's was the most, you know, he was the most famous guy. And again, it worked out because he was so personal. You met Doug. When you placed your order, you spoke to Doug. And everyone else created what Doug was doing. Okay, now, I think that that dog eclipsed Doug. I, I, I warned Doug. I, I, I offered to duel him. <laughs> on Ferret Street to bring his poppy seed bun down. I'll take our sourdough bun roll, and you know, and winner takes all, Doug. That's the way it works. Wow, can we film that? That would yeah, be of course great. That'd be great, wouldn't it? There'll be a sequel. Anyway, yeah. so, um, so, uh, but burgers. I also worked. I was also the burger guy in the UK. The, the only burger of merit when I was there was at Hard Rock Cafe, and everything else was Wimpy's, <laughs> Hard Rock Cafe, McDeaths, <laughs> Bummer King. You know, these are the choices, um, and so. Uh, and I, I, what I built was this neighborhood New Orleans restaurant. And they're never going to eat red beans and rice. Nobody's going to eat red beans and rice. You're not from here. That, that's my what I my take on it. Yeah. Um, but that burger thing worked, and um, it worked really well. And so it was a natural for me to go from from dogs, where only 20 out of every hundred are going to be your your hardcore customer, to to expanding out to to burgers that I felt would represent what we were doing with a like for like with you know the dogs we do and the burgers we do, you know. No two people necessarily going to want the same thing. Oh, we're going to go to right. we're going to go to Dat Dog. Well, you know this is interesting because you know I haven't had a hot dog since 1975. That was my last you, hot you dog. You mentioned that. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I haven't. I have. Uh, <laughs> but I had a, I had a crawfish dog the first day I went to Dat Dog, and that was you know that was passable to me, you know. But then, <laughs> but then, that's not what you said yeah. when I read your uh, your review. <laughs> well, you know, I like the place passable. No, but let me let me let me, let me interesting. Wait, wait, calm, calm, wait, calm down for a second. Let me tell you, I go to I go to that dog now like at least once a week, or at least I'd say once every ten days. Okay, so we can't yeah. trust you now because you don't know how often you go. No, I go very often. Okay, we're just checking. All right, so. My daughter, it's her favorite place on the planet. We've had her birthday three years in a row there. And I get, I love the sea dogs. So I don't get yeah, any hot great dogs. But I, see, that's fish and chips on a bun. That's what I'm trying to say. You don't have to love hot dogs to love that dog. It's so good about other Agreed. stuff, too. And so also the sausages, too. I'll get, the, I'll get like the Abita sausage. And I love that. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. fantastic. I agree. But, um, but anyway, I was just to make your point, though. You don't have to love hot dogs to love uh, that dog. And now uh, this and that also specializes in burgers. So. Hey, no, now, I don't know if you've seen the building, but the whole idea behind it. By the way, this, everyone else in my family loves hot dogs. And they they love that dog's their favorite place on the planet. Yeah, they all love it. God bless them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> New, New Orleans, uh, you know, when you live in Europe, you, you get the benefit of this thing called the village, uh, the market square. And the market square is where everything happens in Italy, France, Spain. But you'll have that hotel, you'll have the uh, city hall, you'll have the cathedral, and you have the cafes dotted around it, and it's people watching, and it's espresso, and it's, it's a different way of life, okay? Well, even on in the shed, that was the idea. When we moved across the street, all those planters around the front, that is my, it's a vague interpretation, but that is the idea. You open up both of those garage doors, and that's the cathedral on one side, that's the uh, Hotel de Ville on the other, and all of the cafe, uh, the seating is, is outside and around there with tables, chairs, and umbrellas, so we can people watch. And now, now, it has a New Orleans take on it, because we do what we do like no one else does what we do. Right. Okay, So you can... You, 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 great people watching in all three great spots. Great people watching, things French going street, on. Magazine yeah. Street, Fred Street, Street, all the of them. French yeah. Quarter, Prince that's what, what it was. I mean, it was like that. The French Quarter was like that a long time People, ago. Yeah, a long time lived, ago. Yeah, lived sure. above their 
their business and work downstairs. So that was the heart and soul behind it. So that it had to have more than a place to buy something. You can buy something anywhere you want to go, but it had to have a heart and soul to it. Okay. That's why it had to be personal. The staff had to be personal. Uh, um, I vouch for the food. Okay. Um, Price point. Everyone's sensitive to a price point. So it couldn't be where you're this, where it's unattainable because no one's going to spend this. It, you know, it, it's it, and the demographics are newly born till people that are departing at the end of their dinner at Dat Dog. And the same thing. And I don't really want to talk too much about Dat Dog because that's the same thing when you saw that building. Yeah, that's, that's why New I Orleans, saw it. Well, outside because seating. people were right. sitting outside. Yeah. And that's what I was like, oh, my God, what was that? I could see it from a block away. That's and good. what I noticed was people sitting outside and the bright colors. Yeah. And that is, I mean, we live in this beautiful city and why not? That, that's a neighborhood or that's a, I understand that. It's like sitting on a stoop. Oh, but, yeah. I used to sit on my stoop but a lot of time. stoops. Love yeah. stoop, man. But so. you're bringing people back to that Yeah, and you know, that's what Ferret needed. I mean, when, when I first, when I got here nine years ago, Ferret Street was like, Ghost, you know, it was a ghost town. There was the boxing gym. Yeah, that was, there was the, the boxing Cure, gym, which is gone Cure now. Cure was there. Cure, no, Cure wasn't so open until no, that yeah. wasn't until two thousand seven, probably. There. Domino's was there, which I've never been. Nothing thank like God. Europe yeah. is Domino's. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but you know, the, that For dog is, a, is is one of the places that really like brought like you know more foot traffic and life mm. and all the rest of stuff to the neighbor that needs to help the other businesses thrive too. You know, and the and, coffee shops and all that. And you. Do you feel how long have y'all been open? Thirteen on, weeks. Yeah. Thirteen weeks. Thirteen weeks. And do brand you, new. Yeah. Brand new, man. So, brand Kiss, new. tell us a little bit about uh, this and that. Tell us what uh, what, what's man. You walk in, man. It's just like you feel like I want to sit down. This place is gonna be a good time. You know, the staff is great. The food is great. The energy that buzzes through it, man, when, when we're cranking in there, man, it's... Yeah, it has to be a buzz. It's it's buzzing. You know, we have an outback, you know. Lean-to. Uh, uh, we have a deck with a lean-to. You know, uh, that's where we do our live trivia on Thursdays. Right. Uh, so what are some of the um, burgers called, and uh, what, well, what are your some of the things on the menu? Our two most popular burgers would be uh, the Borscht Burger. It's an eight-ounce burger. comes with a fried egg on it. Oh, yum. Oh, yeah. Yes. And real and cheese. Real right. cheese. American cheese. People have been putting bacon and cheese on it and just saying, look, I want that bacon, egg, and cheeseburger. You know, uh, it's, it's going. Uh, that one's flying off. Uh, and then, then there was that guy. Oh, uh, I won't, he'll go nameless. He said, are you going to get a pork and beef blend? I go, no, I'm not. He goes, well, why not? I said, I don't, I don't want one. <laughs> I said, well, you need one. I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it dawned on me, crying out loud. I'm the king of encased meats. We'll take we'll take a smoked sausage, grill it, and put it on top of the burger with the cheese and things. And that nice. that's so a that pork. burger, yes, yes, yep. yes. That's and it changed people's and lives. They yeah. called me to say their lives will never be the <laughs> same again. That's the disney burger. Yeah, wait, how late you open tonight? <laughs> no, we're not. No, no I'll tell you what. We're we're not open tonight. And the, uh. and the main reason is because we chose to be closed. Bank Street's uh, an evolving area, like Ferret Street right. is an evolving area. Yeah, Bank yeah, Street yeah, yeah, yeah. is that medical research thing that's yep. that will also play a significant role in it. But but um lost my train of thought. Why and, Monday? You're right? Oh, why are you not open on Monday? Because it's in that 13-week period, I thought, all of this equipment will meet our needs. And, of course, this, happened, this is the second time this happened to me. It's 
so busy, not crazy busy, but busier than I anticipated. And the hood system doesn't draw the smoke out. So now I get my my my, my complaint is, well, it's a great place to eat, but you smell like a burger. I think that's a good thing. Yeah. The dog will like you. The cat will yeah. like you. I mean, yeah. um, so, uh, so today was the big fun day out of putting in a new hood system motor. Oh. Wow. You we're upgrading it. already. You missed All right. it. You yeah. missed it. 13 weeks and we're upgrading. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. yeah. And it, so it, what's the capacity in there? How many seats do you have? Uh, 110 inside and out. Okay. Yeah, That's I told you. much mm-hmm. bigger. It, it doesn't look as big. Does, yeah. It is. It's, it's because we use the back, the, 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 the back of the place. Uh, the Outback guys in Australia over uh, Christmas, so they'll have a lean-to, like we have in New Orleans with a tin, and you know, yeah, the yeah. rain falls on it, brings a little right. tear to my eye. Um, but you had all of this back space in the, well, in the back. That's why it's called in the, the back. Outback. But even to call that, that's a good name. We'll call it that. <laughs> I'm going to coin that. So uh, put a lean-to out there, German Christmas, like, like the lean-to on Ferret Street, because two things I know about New Orleans, 58 degrees, we're right at the edge of the coats are coming out. The woolly hats are coming uh-huh. out. Okay. So that's 58. The cu- that's the 58 cutoff? is that, you know, when Margaret or whomever else is a famous weather person says, yeah, yeah. and it's going to be cold. It's going to be, well, we'll forget North shore 57, 56, 57. I know. Yep. I learned the hard way that we're not going to go eat at that dog. We're not going to eat at this and that. We're not eating anywhere. So, so does business plummet after uh, under 58? You have to make arrangements for them. You have to bring out heaters like you'd see in, in the coldest parts of Prague <laughs> so that they can get up to 75, Siberia, 80 right? degrees. Okay, yeah. and then they have the So the do you do that? Coats. You do that, don't you? Yeah, yeah you have oh, heaters yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course you do. And then yeah. lean to, and then always, because I also, you know, in, in, again, a European thing, the German uh, Munich uh, Oktoberfest lights or right. German Christmas markets will always have those lights. Which yeah. I don't know why, they, but it's like this glowing thing that you don't know why I have to go to those glowing lights. <laughs> You're I like, can't fly. stop myself. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, so it's all lit up because, it, again, being friendly, fun place to go. You got to follow through the quality of, uh, of the product and the customer is the most important. Okay. So if you believe that, and, and, and I do believe it, it has worked for us, 110 seats, it's, you have that old shotgun. Then you have patio dining up front, okay? That's, that's your, in the back, we throw a little bit of the Aussie thing going on in there, and we'll put bands back there at some stage. Nothing, not like rock and roll bands, although the neighborhood is such that I don't know if I'd get any neighborhood complaints, right. but God only knows. Have they, have they been? Uh, no, great, great, great neighbors, great, great neighbors, great neighbors, cool. yeah. great neighbors. Um, Welcoming. Mid-city, Mid-City, I didn't grow up in Mid-City. I grew up on, in Broadmoor, and it always took me this way, down towards Chapatulas, through right. St. Charles, Britannia, um, Magazine. And then the only reason you went down Magazine was a quicker way to get downtown before it had rejuvenated itself uh, and it became something else. Bank Street in Mid-City is the second fastest growing area after a place called Bywater. It wasn't even called Bywater. <laughs> right. It didn't have a name. Right. It was that area you got to to go to St. Claude. To get no, that to was the fr- marketing. To get boy, to the yeah, furniture. Yeah. yeah, and that yeah. made it trendy. Yeah. To get to the zero. let them have it guy, the furniture yeah. store. The furniture <laughs> guy, yeah. yeah. So you add another zero. So what's my yeah. house worth? It's trendy now. Add a zero. Okay? <laughs> so, so Bywater's gone through the add a zero thing. Right, it's right. not quite finished yet, but but Mid-City is no, also. No, it skipped right into Brooklyn hipster land. Yeah, it became hipster. Yeah, it became hipster. So Bank Street on both sides by Jesuit. That I, I call that the mature side because you've got you got relatively new businesses, but but it's not Bank the, Street Bar and Bank Street Bar. Yeah, that's mid, the first mid place city I heard pizza. Uh, music after the storm. There were three light bulbs running in right, Bank perfect, Street Bar. Perfect. Crescent Pie. Well, that guy closed. Yeah. He closed. Yeah. Okay. Great. Okay. Sad. 
So, so, and then you've got that's the mature side. The mature <laughs> side, because that's the one that's that has more than two places in a row. We have no neighbors yet. The, yeah. the ex Dixie Brewery Keg Warehouse is our neighbor. Wow. All right. So, and then you have that huge metropolitan of uh, research center being developed. Right. But Bank Street, and then you have Finn McCool's and 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 uh, Steve that owns that. He's from Northern Ireland. Yeah, he's great. He's a great guy. Great, and then there was place. 12 Mile Limit. Now, let me tell you about 12 Mile Limit. 12 Mile Limit close? No, it's open. Oh, oh I, you no, said no. there was 12 split, Mile Limit. Just, no, we'd like to say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I know you said 12 Mile Limit. Oh, I love that place. You heard it on the Ray Canada moment. Uh, <laughs> no, so what happened was I, I was supposed to meet our social media person because I, I didn't know much about social media. I know a lot more about social media today. And she said, let's meet at 12 Mile Limit, which I thought was offshore, because it mm -hmm. would have been mm -hmm. offshore, okay? Yeah. And, and I said, what the hell is She says, it's a bar. So right across, I, and she said, it's on Telematkas. I never heard of that street. And she's in Bodan or Bodan, whatever it is. So I thought, where the heck am I going? So I, I go there, and it's this bar from a guy from Massachusetts, bought this corner bar. Used to be, uh, it was a bar, it is a bar. Now it's filled with people with woolly hats and doing whatever they're doing, but it's packed. So yeah. I call that the other part to the, the pieces parts to the puzzle on Bank Street. Then you have Broad Street. Broad Street's going through transition, and now you have, but Bank Street, where we are in Bank Street, we're the only, we're the only business, and that's all light commercial. So I, I anticipate there being a boutique of some sort or something going there that will kind of combine yeah. whatever happens on Ferret Street and, and, uh, and on a magazine. God well, y'all will be the anchor. We will be the anchor. That's it. They told us without, without this and that, it all turns, <laughs> it goes a different direction. Mid-City will fail. It will fail. Bank Street will it fail. Will fail. <laughs> the, the Med Center will fail. The whole thing, yeah. <laughs> the whole thing it, it'll all go down in tears. And it's a domino it's effect all and the city will fail. this and that decided to go somewhere else. Because if we're not there, so uh, you know, I'm singing our praises because Kiss isn't singing them at the moment. But it's a developing You're not area. Him, that's why. <laughs> no, that's, not that's not fair. That's not fair. I, I I have hogged his his mic time and I. Oh, I'm good, man. Don't forget to say. He's hello the plus to, one. Come on, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. You're you're the star. You got to say hello to. Right. Uh, uh, he has a, uh, two sons, Anthony and Michael. We got to say hello. Huh? What's up, bro? Yeah, we got to say hello <laughs> to Older Jennifer. Day. And Jennifer is the one that keeps him. In uh, check. In check. How, old are, the, how old are the boys? So 17 and 10. 17 and 10? Being able to afford yeah. uh, uh. Chandon and uh, cocaine, she will keep you in check. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, he's way past that. He's on his way back. <laughs> so, so no, and it's exciting. It is exciting. A new venue should, uh, venue should always be exciting. It is exciting. Uh, the right atmosphere you create – because my job is really kissing babies and cheerleading. Before, I thought it was right. going to be something. I was chained to that grill for huh. six months. Uh, now, I, now I get to meet all of the people that are uh, Mid City Business Association, and and and, and they're, yeah. and they're and and that's a great association to be a. Yeah, dude, they're awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. they're very. They're now, now what, what's I'm not clear. What's the relationship between this and that and that dog though? So you're the you're one of the two owners of that dog, and you're the sole owner no, of this and that. There's, is that. there's four owners to that dog. They're, okay, okay. I could name them, or they could remain anonymous. It doesn't really uh, it matter. It doesn't matter to me, whatever you want to do. Let's, <laughs> yeah, let's, man, come on. let's just leave anonymity. Uh, okay. Right. Are any of them in prison? Well, well. <laughs> <laughs> no. Why are you being so mysterious? No, because, well, you know, an air of mystery. Um, I, I was the founder sheets of it because it was sheets. an idea, and I met my high school friends, and um, uh, I was talking this. You know, everyone rolled their eyes when I said I was opening up a hot dog place, and I understood that. You know, right. Thea from 
uh, front uh, garden center said, <laughs> I said, what are you doing? I said, I'm opening up this hot dog. She said, oh, that's good. And she rolled her eyes back. And I thought, I know, how, I know, because it's not, but it wasn't a hot dog stand. But I could not say, no one knows what a Wiener is or a Bockwurst yeah, or a yeah. Nockwurst. I mean, some do, but but no one knows. Polish sausage, American Polish sausage is not Polish kielbasa. It's a variation of it. Yeah. It's not like for like Slovenian, uh, you know, a rough grind uh, with a gar uh, heavy garlic flavor to it. Well, no one knows where Slovenia is. So you're, you're trying to sell something to someone or you're trying to not sell. You're trying to introduce things that they're, that the city of ones isn't necessarily familiar right. with, with, with all due respect to the city I come from. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But well, I mean, we haven't even said this explicitly yet. You're 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 implying it. Um, but uh, the thing about that dog for our listeners that aren't that haven't been in New Orleans or whatever. And they, there are many of those that haven't been yet. Shame it's it's a it, you know, we're not talking about just sort of like lucky dog with the building, no. a brick and mortar lucky dog. We're talking mean, no disrespect to lucky dog. They're wonderful, I'm sure. But like. We're talking about, you know, uh, complicated, <laughs> you know, varied uh, gourmet hot dogs. And, like, I mean, I mean, how many toppings do you have standard, I mean, on that list? I, I don't even know. There's probably it's be 20. It's got to be 40, Because I get, like, nine every time I get to see There's 18 sausages on that menu. Yeah. And that's because I got very enthusiastic, okay, yeah. very. I kind of had to tone that down a bit. Uh, the, but the toppings part was I, I kept thinking, oh, well, in Europe, they're not going to put guacamole on, on a dog, okay? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> because they don't know what guacamole is. <laughs> they know now. That's not fair. They do know guacamole, and, and they've decided to go ahead and throw the E on the end, okay? Uh, or a tamal, a hot tamal. I always thought that was like a freedom fighter from Sri Lanka. Who wants to but eat anyway. that? That sounds horrible. Right. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 <laughs> a the tamal. pronunciation ruins but it. But, I mean, okay, you put bacon and sauerkraut, and uh, you use you use. We just lost all our English listeners now. Okay. Right. Yeah. We, uh, uh, we, no, like, we love you, We'd too. like to apologize to anyone <laughs> out there who... Anyway, so... And it, it, on a hot sausage, the hot sausage pour, well, you can put anything you want on it. We don't, right. but you can. So guac, diced bacon, bacon, I mean, it's so English, you put bacon on anything, and they'll right. eat it, you know, anything with bacon. Oh, I have bacon. All right. So you've got uh, pico de gallo, oh, and, and the staff came up with lots of stuff that we could put on it, okay? Right. I didn't come up with uh, Anna's white trash fries. That was Anna Quinn. She said she'll oh. put all of the you know, guac, chili, cheese, onion, tomatoes, Diced tomatoes, uh, and an andouille sauce, okay? I think it's way too much. It's over the top with it, and it weighs a ton to even bring it to the table, and I doubt we made a penny on it um, <laughs> for the, just the cost involved. But it, it just worked really well. It is awesome. And okay? you believe in collaboration? Is that part of your... Well, with the staff? Mean, yeah. Oh, absolutely, because, see... I'm not just another pretty face because I can say that on radio. Uh, that you have a face for radio, yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Thank you. And I have this black nose now that I never had before. Uh, um, yes, the staff always contribute because I don't have I don't have all the ideas, and they'll come up with something out of the blue, and I'll think I never thought of that. So yeah, and and, and again, um, I work I worked every position in there, so I lead from the front, and that's my deal with. We have three dat dogs in the yeah. city of New Orleans. Okay, that's. I, I think that you're starting to grow faster than your ability to, to keep it as personal as I would like it. That doesn't make it right. Yeah, that's or wrong. pretty much about your limit, uh, don't you think? I mean, I, I think it's. I, I think. Think of another restaurant that has more than three within the city limits. Is you know. Oh, uh, we'll go to Popeyes. And yeah, yes, right. That's what I'm Bum saying. King. That's what you, you become. That's what you become basically at some point, even though your product's not that. So it just doesn't seem like it would fit you guys to to be 
five, eight, ten of different I picked Hawaiian shirts because I put a hot dog right. stand in a place called the Walkabout Pub in London, and uh, the uniform was Hawaiian shirts. So, so you brought, brought the Hawaiian shirts with you oh, from absolutely. England? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> no, not those. Not those. Not those. Not those. No, the actual got, shirts that people wore in England? Well, I, th- I think we're, I'm, I'm going to say yes to that because it makes a good story, but okay. uh, the bottom line is no, no you bring no, your you own just, damn Hawaiian shirt, okay? <laughs> yeah. um, and everybody I hired, I, I had this deal I didn't realize that everybody... Uh, now has a tattoo. I don't have any tattoos. Only people oh. in jail or the Navy Chris has have got tattoos. Some tattoos. Uh, yes. Point in question. <laughs> yes. So I'm not hiring anybody with a tattoo. If I would have held to that policy. What? I've got a if bunch. I would have held to that policy, I wouldn't have any staff. Everybody. And then, then I kind of Marcus got on. tattoos. I got tattoos. Everybody got does. Yeah. And, and Yes, but I didn't grow yeah. up with okay. them. Okay. Well, let me um, interrupt here because <laughs> this we, we have come to the part of the show where we have to ask y'all a question called oh. Off the Menu. And you just changed my question for me. Off the Menu is where you would not uh, get this question on in any reputable job interview or anything. Nice. Uh, yeah, high, highbrow that you would uh, be looking for, but um, I'm out of here. So, Skip, <laughs> I'm going to ask you um, if you were forced to get a tattoo. Ooh. If your, your if your crew said we will we will all leave you at uh, this and that if you don't get a tattoo, what would you uh, get? What was the other question you were going to ask me? That was the only no, question. It was worse than that. <laughs> it was worse than that. So let me. It, my my uh, eight-year-old asked are. me this evening a question, and I was going to share that one. Okay. So. so if I have to pick out what design of a tattoo I would like to have, what would it? Be? It has to be on your neck. Yes. <laughs> I want one on my neck. Man. <laughs> <laughs> While you're thinking I, I about saw it, one. I saw one on a man that I would like to. Uh, okay. Uh, it, it was an English Scottish guy, and on his knuckles, when I was writing the tube, he had kill 'em all. Kill 'em all. It, yeah. He could Not, fit that. Yeah, he fit kill it. It wasn't. All. No, no. Sorry, it was on his hand. Kill 'em all. And I thought, very open-minded. Oh. Yeah, I saw one that said "stay down." One hand was "stay" and the other one was "down." I thought that's pretty good. Then that's not that bad. Is good. But, that's but when clever. you really think about it, this man who he looked like uh, Jethro Tull. He looked like Ian Anderson. Now I'm a hundred thousand years flute. old, but anyway, yeah. he didn't have a fl- yeah without yeah, the yeah. flute. <laughs> without the flute, when I when I saw the, the, the killer, and he and he ended up because there's a no talking rule on the on the tube. No one talks to each other for real. No, no. it's not like <laughs> written on the wall, but no one talks to each other, and they never did, and I don't think they ever will. Oh, a little like the subway. And yeah. you have the, was that the, like <laughs> torture for you? Did you no, like, say no, hello? No, to everyone no, or? I can't imagine uh, you no. not talking. <laughs> you asked me to do a radio show, <laughs> so where are we going with we this? We love that. We've <laughs> never a had thing. a guest that could talk as much as Ray, so yeah. I love it. Ray and we, I that have makes history. It easy. <laughs> we have a picture we're going to share yeah, when I get it. Right. And I have not stolen your radio time, Kiss. No, you're doing good, right? Yeah, no, no, yes, no, no, you no, have, but, but it's but, okay. But, but now going, we bro. need to ask Kiss. Um, I don't know if Ray, no, you have ahead, a question. I have one, but go ahead. Yours is going to be better. Well, no, I don't have a question prepared, but I want to know. Do you oh, really yeah. love Holy Kiss crap. because that's your name? Yeah. I mean, what are you a musician? This is the true story. Look, uh, I have Gene Simmons makeup four. tattooed on my hands. Have you ever met Gene Simmons? Well, here's yeah. Here's the deal. What? Here's the deal. For the past twelve years, thirteen years, my goal for tattoo wise was to be able to get all the original Kiss members autograph my back and get it tattooed. I have three. So they so, autograph your back. You went to a tattoo to shop, shop and had it right done. And so who are you missing? Yeah. Brilliant. Ace Freely. 
Now, how did you get the? Tell us the stories about the first three. How did it happen? Gene Simmons, I met. He was filming the first season of Gene Simmons Family Jewels, and a friend of mine. Isn't he originally uh, from here? No. No, no, he's, he's from he's, he's from New York. A, and, uh, he's, he's originally from, from a while, uh, Israel. Yeah, yeah. He's from he's, here though. He's originally from Israel, and then he taught in New York. Yeah, he came. Yeah. He came over here. Okay. Yeah. Well, when I met Gene Simmons, my uh, my wife told me Gene Simmons is coming in at this flight at this she time. Loves him very much. You better go there and go meet him in the airport. At the airport, and he was filming Family Jewels. Is she stalking him or no? She no, stewardess? no. She just somebody <laughs> had called her to let her know because they knew how fanatical oh, I am about wow. Kiss. So she, so she told me. So I'm at the airport. And I'm waiting. I'm waiting. You know, like you know his nervous. flight I'm number. Yeah, know. I'm waiting you outside know the, gate. the gate. I knew the gate number of everything. And this is before 9/11, so you could get right at the gate. No, it was after. How'd so you get I right was, the gate? I was waiting as he was oh, coming out. Oh, out of all the gates. Okay. And yeah. He was my first one that I met, and he was very. He was like, okay. So you and told him you took off your shirt I told, right there. Took off my shirt right there. He said, "How big do you want?" I was like, "Sign it across my whole back," because I probably will never see you again, dude. <laughs> you know. So he did. I went right he should have t- tested you. You want to see it? When we do our it? group picture, can you can show we you? have you from yeah, behind? Show us. Oh, show us. Yeah, show uh, Absolutely. Uh, also, <laughs> that came out weird. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> she always asks. So, she always asks all the uh, the uh, attractive male guests to take off their shirts. There's always a, there's always a reason for it. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Stanley was interesting because I met him in Houston. Uh, I actually got to go backstage at a Kiss concert. And met him in makeup. So I got to finally so see. So you knew that ahead of time you you had a backstage. Yeah, pass I knew or a backstage. Uh, and I met him. Once you have the one tattoo, though, then it's easy because then you, you show them you the know, tattoo. Yeah, the story. Yeah, and they yeah. were and, and, and how actually can they say no. And like Gene Simmons, I pulled up my shirt, and Gene Simmons actually remembered signing that, uh, which yeah, I thought well, was like awesome. Cool. No other fans I mean, dude, that's a bonus. That. I mean, Gene Simmons remembered who I was, and Paul Stanley just autographed it. But I had to sit in Houston for three days with no shower. Because he autographed my back during in August, no less. <laughs> oh, because you had to come back to New Orleans. I had to come to back to New Orleans to get a tattoo. You didn't want to get a tattoo for some no. jackass in uh, Houston. Right, yeah. no. So I, I didn't ta- <laughs> I didn't shower for like like three days, four days until I got home. My vacation was over. Now, wait a second. Was it just a Paul Stanley concert? <laughs> no, it was a Kiss concert. But, so why but couldn't you get the rest of them while you were well, getting him? Well, that's the only two original members. Now. Oh, it has to be original members. Yeah, oh, original got members. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, okay. And then I met Peter Chris at a, a horror movie convention that was here a couple years uh, a couple years ago. Which one? Well, you uh, look like Mad Monster. Oh, yeah. Was, you kind of look like a musician. Do you play any instrument? No, or? but I'm learning how to play guitar. Are you? In fact, a friend of mine, Hans Freely, he sold me an Ace Freely guitar. So I've been I've been learning on it. I can't wait. Learn, wait I wait, can't h- learn how to play guitar. Time out for a second. On any other kind of guitar, unless it's like How, a he member. He owned this guitar? Ace Freely owned this guitar? No, it's just a model of his. Oh, it's it's like, oh. like, he owned Dude, it. Dude, I wouldn't be playing it. <laughs> It'd be encased in, you know, wait, but wait, with, with an alarm on it. You wait, know. Did, we get all, did we get the third one already? No. Yeah, Peter Chris. I met him. I haven't met Ace Freely yet. He's the only one. All right, all right. So we got we to figure it uh, out. We got to figure okay, it out. Okay, man. Do we have a surprise for you behind <laughs> that door? <laughs> that would I'm be starting to sweat now, man. Get that, get that camera flashing. We're going to need it. Oh, man. I mean, that's the kind of thing, too. If you wrote him a letter or something, got it delivered I'm to sure, him. sure, yeah. You know, he would da- and, you, and you offered to fly up or something. Like, dude, I just need five minutes of your time. There's no way he's going to say no to that. Right. Well, 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 after, well after, I met, uh, after I met Peter Chris. How old is he? He's got to be, like, close to 70, huh? Yeah, he's pushing it, man. He's close. Got to see him soon. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Down, man. And he's a rock star, so he's already, <laughs> he's already like 20 <laughs> years past his uh, life expectancy. Yeah. Yeah. He's saying bad things about Ace Frehley, man. I never said bad <laughs> things. I said there's a time frame. You've got to fit in those magic moments. Yeah, so that's really where Kiss comes from. That's, that's my f- 
ever since I was six. I've been infatuated with Kiss. My friend, uh, now, my, my Kiss dad's stuff friend. In restaurant? Oh yeah, uh, uh, my <laughs> stuff. Memorabilia. Yeah, I yeah. got a Kiss rock and roll over flag. Uh, I have I have a, a, a poster, and Peter Chris autographed it to me when I met him. And there's another with Gene Simmons autographed. We had to insure. That's it, it for now, right? <laughs> yeah. But but like yeah. That. yeah, yeah, yeah. An original. <laughs> More to come soon. <laughs> <laughs> need a bigger plate. Need a bigger boat. <laughs> yeah, need a bigger boat, buddy. Uh, <laughs> so what were you doing immediately before um, before this and that? I was bartending at Giacomo's. Oh, Giacomo's. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was at, I was at Giacomo's for about four and a half years, man. Okay, you look familiar to me. I think that's probably where probably, it's from. I yeah, probably I, served you yeah, yeah. a few drinks. Yeah, man. I think so. <laughs> Although at Giacomo's, you don't you don't always remember afterwards. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Wow. Okay. Awesome. So, so Giacomo's. Wow. That's you were there four and a half, you lasted four and a half years there. I did last yeah, four yeah, and a yeah. half years. I did. Wait, uh, I want to know. I'm sorry, uh-huh. Giacomo's. So you were married with two sons. Yeah. Um, did you come back to New Orleans for a lady or somebody I, in particular? I did. Her name was Katrina. <laughs> I came back for her. Yeah. She was. Uh, she, you know, it was a. She's uh, a bitch. bitch. She was yeah. a bitch. <laughs> she was a bitch. And um, and I have a house uptown, and you are not in good hands with Allstate. You are not. And so uh, I would go back and forth, London, New Orleans, London, New Orleans. And that's... Um, you kept the house all those years? Yeah, it was family home. It wasn't okay. mine. Yeah, okay. you grew up there. So it was on, in Broadmoor. It had four feet of water. And um, you learn a lot about how furniture floats when there's a flood. I didn't know furniture floated. And, and you learn a lot of things. And everything you owned is out in the street. And we all know that story. And, and, and I, I, I actually believe that Katrina, with all of the things that it did to the city, also is going to change the city in a much better way. Oh, yeah. That's, that's my take on it. Um, my neighbors are from New York, Massachusetts, and Denver, Colorado, and they bring, they bring something from there that uh, fills in what we, you know, with all that we are. They bring you something else. One of the things they ask about is that they all went to public school. I went to private school. No one I, I knew went to uh, public school in right. New Orleans. And that's changing a lot. It's changing, and it has to, because these yeah. people are actually asking the question, if I'm paying for this, then I expect that. Right. You know, the quality. Anyway, that's a different School, subject. Public schools, again, much, much better, too. So, wait, uh, but Sam Barth was, like, kind of rough kids. I mean, no, they weren't. They no, were great kids. Rough, no, were my great brother kid. went there. Did great he? kids. I love Sam Barth. I, I spent my life going to football games. and Of course. And I you know what our was rule was? School, but I mean, it was like, y'all were boys. It was a boys school. It was a boys school. they paddled you and put you in the boxing ring. They put you in the hot box. What's the hot box? They put you in the hot box. Holy crap. Outside. Is that what the boxing ring was called? No, no, no. That's like a solitary confinement. Yeah, it put you in with tin. That's my love of tin. So you'd have tin. It's like Angola. It had three gyms. It had three gyms. And our rule was, was the thing every year that we would do consistently is we kick Newman's ass every year. That was part of the deal. Yeah, it was a great school. I have, I, I love. It. Yes, the paddling part. I learned something about. Um, you learned to be first, I, I, so you could <laughs> laugh at all the other kids that went that, before you. Or no, 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 no. You know, I don't know if that's, that that school could operate as as it was in today's yeah. today's yeah, yeah. environment. No, I think I, I believe you. My my brother, I feel learned everything about life 
that he needed to From learn. The man it. on the tractor. <laughs> Sam Barth always <laughs> is out mowing the football field. That's how oh. old. Yeah, people used to think he was the janitor. <laughs> anyway, he was. He was the, the owner of the school. It was a great school. It was a great school. And then, and of course, if you lose that in New Orleans, because we're the only place in town where you go to high school, so we can connect all the dots to see where everything we need to know about you. Well, I don't have a high school anymore. Yeah. And people from, from New York, they don't say, oh, I went to McKinley High because no, no, nobody never, cares. Never. Nobody cares. But here we, we connect the dots, you know, in the high school, where'd you go? And, you, and do you know? And it's Mr. Henry and whatnot. Uh, but that's gone now. And I miss that, actually. Riding that school bus. Those were wooden benches we sat on to get to school. Can you imagine? It was wooden benches. <laughs> well, you had wooden benches in your school bus? Yes. What Didn't the you? Uh, All no. these people come from out of town cushions. judging <laughs> us. They're judging us. Well, you know, they'd have a shop. It's shop. You get to build your own bench. <laughs> but let me ask you, if you weren't athletic... I when, was. Okay. Is every kid there like that? I mean, no, no, not every kid was. Not every, everyone was. But th- what they did was you're playing football. And then they'd be determined whether or not, or baseball, you're going to be determined whether you can indeed play baseball or not. But you were required to, more or less. Well, I loved, uh, I heard that uh, if, you, if the kids got in a fight, they, is that true? You put they put you in the boxing. They put ring? you in the boxing room. I think boxing that's gloves. wonderful. And then you you work it out. And I became out. a heavyweight champion wait, of wait the world. Wait a second. Wait a second. That, okay, so they break two up kids the fight. Get in a fight, right? Right. Okay, so one of them beats the crap out of the other one. Then no, they no, stick no, they him break. in a boxing ring and let him do it again in front of everybody in a sanctioned way. One. No, that's no one, good. No, no. Good no. Example. Let's say the bully's someone, going. Sure. Yeah. Put me in the boxing <laughs> ring with him. You know, it'd be like someone getting a bad Yelp review. And me calling them out. Oh. Okay. I don't know. Let's pick a name. Like Ray. <laughs> oh. No, it did not Sam's, happen. Did not Sam, happen. Sam's would invite us back to the field and we'd be having boxing gloves. So yeah, you, you'd box it out and then you'd, you know. Then you work through it. You yeah, wouldn't, you you it. wouldn't be angry after. You'd get out your aggression. They'd break it up, right? They wouldn't let you beat the kid, beat each other up and then put you in the ring. It was like. Break it up. For legal it. purposes, I cannot answer that question. <laughs> Come on, the statute no, of limitations no, no, is well over no, now. No, you did. And, and, and the teacher, was, he the was teacher very would tell your school. parents that you weren't. Very, so you'd get it from you get from a teacher who would have her, you know, she had her rules. And then you'd go home and you'd find out that they'd, they'd collaborated together. And you'd get double dose of teacher, parent. P- parent, teacher night could be, could be brutal. Okay. <laughs> Skip looks out the window a lot. <laughs> really? Yeah. What are you doing? And I'd say things like uh, just gazing. And uh, we don't pay for you to gaze. We pay for you to learn to read, write, and arithmetic. Okay. <laughs> so anyway. All right. So changed. where did you? Uh, you came here at fifteen. Yeah, I did. And where did you? I went was that to, a shock? Boy, was it a shock, man! <laughs> uh, it took me a long time to get adjusted here. Uh. You know, but I did. And man, this is home now. You know. So did you go to school here? I did. I went to T.H. Uh, Harris when I moved here. Then I went to East Jefferson. Huh. And then from there I went to Riverside Christian Academy. All right. And that was it. Okay. Now all the New Orleanians who listen can, can feel they know you a little bit better. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> and your wife grew up here too? Yeah. Born and raised. She's born okay. and raised there. Yeah. This is home, man. I love this place. We are out of time. We're totally out of time. So Over time. Uh, before we go, I would like y'all to, if you have um, a website or want to say anything about this and that before we uh, wrap it up. We have a website. I built it, so uh, it doesn't work, and it's not very good. <laughs> uh, it's being redone Kim by Kardashian someone broke who it. knows how to do it <laughs> yeah. and is very good at it. Uh, 
But I, I needed to get this thing up and running. And so they said, website, yeah. website. Oh, yeah, I got to do a website. Yeah, website, blah, blah, blah. And so <laughs> so uh, it's disandatnola.com. Uh, it's, uh, it'll tell you a little bit of the history and the menu and not much more. And it may or may not tell, represent the right hours that were open. Uh, it, <laughs> it's it, under construction it's right It's under now. construction. And, um, yeah, that's so it. So call ahead. Yeah, call yeah. ahead. Call ahead for sure. <laughs> <laughs> or just come by and admire the building, and then we'll see you when, uh, when we're open. And you have a Facebook page? I do have a oh, Facebook okay. page. Yeah. Well, thank you. Our, our special guest tonight was on Midnight Menu Plus One was Skip Murray, the uh, hot dog king of this and that and that dog. And his... This and that. I said this and that. Oh, did you? Yeah. I, I said this and that and that And I apologize. You did. You did. I feel I badly. All right. <laughs> Don't feel badly. And uh, his plus one, Kiss, the general manager of this and that. Uh, you can find out more about this and that by following our links on our website. It's neworleans.com, which may or may not be reliable. <laughs> Trust and me. thanks tonight to Petite Pet Care for loving care when you're not there. PetitePetCare.com. And also the tap room. Very, very grateful to Nola Brewing's tap room. Well, that's it for tonight's show. See you next time at Midnight Menu Plus One. Till then, I'm Ray Canada. And I'm Margo Moss. Thank you all very much. Thank you. Thank you. You know Labor Day signals the unofficial end of summer, but not the end of your outdoor projects. Lowe's helps you do it right and helps you save with Labor Day deals throughout the store. Shop now and get two bags of Stay Green Potty Mix for $12. And keep your lawn looking neat and trim with a Craftsman 2-Cycle 17-inch gas string trimmer, now $20 off at just $119. Whatever's still on your to-do list this Labor Day, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 828. Soil offer excludes Alaska and Hawaii, U.S. only.